Welcome to the Gratitude Cafe, positive radio to feed your soul. Your dynamic host and founder, Sue Lundquist, will bring you her own intuitive talents and gifts for co-creating, healing, and teaching. Her show, The Gratitude Cafe, Positive Radio to Feed Your Soul, is focused on bringing you to a higher place each week where you can leave the hustle of life at the door. So pull up a chair and join us for The Gratitude Cafe, Positive Radio to Feed Your Soul. Hey, 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 hey. Good morning, Benny. Good morning, Sue. Okay, I'm doing something with my hair. I don't head, know what you're doing over But there. it feels like know. I've if got a little floppy it. ear or something. Oh, it's my hair. Uh, Hang on. My ears. See. I've got to fix my ears. All right. There we go. See, now my ears and my hair are all pretty <laughs> and aligned. <laughs> and if you'd like a vision of that, go to www.1150kknw. <laughs> Everything's there visually. Everything is there visually. Did you guys know that? You can not only can you hear us live on a terrestrial radio... You can also go to AM 1150 or 1150, is it am1150.com? No, it's 1150kknw.com. There you go. Uh, do that again, 1150kknw.com, and you can actually visually see us goofing off and having a good time here in the radio station in the studio. All right, you have tuned in for a really fantastic show. I'm going to hook the audience, Benny. Stop the people-pleasing and have an orgasm. I just want to leave the dramatic pause there. <laughs> I know. I was waiting for Well you. played. I got nothing for it except for just blank space. Blank space it's good. and curiosity. Good. That's it's what I was teasing I in the traffic. I know. Yeah. I'm so excited. Mm. All right. Jenny G. Perry is going to join us. But before we get started, I want to remind all of you, you're here with me, Sue and Benny, and it's New Perspective, <laughs> New Thoughts. Started getting warm in here. <laughs> new thoughts, new perspective, <laughs> new ideas. A new you. Literally, it is just you, just a version of 2.0. I am passionate about bringing people and myself and a curriculum and an education and new thoughts, new ideas, new perspectives to the show. And that's exactly what we're doing here today and every other show. Before we get started, I want to remind all of you about some of my superstars. Josh Parkinson is one of that and one of them. Josh Parkinson with Resonate Brand, in fact. Resonate brand helps you build beautiful mobile-friendly websites, but more importantly, they help you build a web strategy that helps your business attract new customers, grow following, and get higher in the search listings. And if you want to create an online course or membership that sells automatically without you lifting a finger, they can help you build and sell that too. So please do this. This is your call to action, people. Contact Resonate Web Leadership for a free consultation See what options they have for you and go to www.resonateweb.agency. That's www.resonateweb.agency. All right, audience, if you're just tuning in, this is what we're talking about. We're talking about self-care, self-love, and honestly, stopping the people-pleasing so you can have an orgasm. Who doesn't want to do that, right? I am talking to Jenny G. Perry. She is the author of the number one best-selling book, Sex Pot with Stretch Marks, and the novel, The Jennifers. She is a goddess life coach who has whole body, mind, spirit wellness, is focused on self-love and whole life coaching. She is queen of reinvention through her own life. She can also help you change your life as a catalyst with her own unique healing energy along with practical mindset shifts. I love the practicality. Her intuitive hits astound her clients as she helps them navigate through their journey into a new, expanded, and best version of themselves. 
version 2.0. She is also the spunky, she is also a spunky married mother of five beautiful kids who has a passion for life that she infuses into her work. She aims to uplift, empower, and inspire daily as she shares her own shenanigans in a fun spiritual way. Through tons of pictures, lots of style, and massive appreciation for life, her whole vibe is silly, sassy, spiritual sex pot. She happily resides in New Jersey, or the Jersey Shore, excuse me, and is obsessed with the beach. Welcome, my dear. Hello. Hello. I'm so excited to be here today. I am too. Silly, sassy, spiritual sex pot. Mmm. Yummy. (laughs) (laughs) All right, sweetheart. Welcome to the Gratitude Cafe, and I, you know, and audience, we were talking off air, and I think we really connected, Jenny, in the the conversation of self-care, self-love, and releasing the people-pleasing, and a general appreciation for life, and um, of course, the intuition and all the other stuff that comes into play with that, and Jenny, I just, I fell in love Did we meet? Did I call you on LinkedIn or something like that? I can't even remember at this point. I I think I reached out on LinkedIn. Or was it? Yeah. Yeah. And then we talked on the phone and it was like that instant synergy. Yes. Yes, it was. It was. So, you know what? Let's do this. Of course, I do the um, professional bio, but let's jump in. Uh, Let's get to know you on a personal level so the audience can get the feel of who you are. And then I've got some questions I want to ask and then we'll just kind of roll. How's that sound? Sounds perfect. All right, love. Hit it. Okay. So because we, we hit the audience right away with the orgasm, we <laughs> will definitely get to the sex part. Because <laughs> I will tell you that after being married for 21 years now, my sex life has never been better. I'm 40 years old, and it's totally true what they say. But for me, it will always go back to the people-pleasing, and that's the hard lessons I had to learn in my 20s. Yes. So in my 20s, I... Um, I, you know, was all about my, my kids and giving, giving, giving away your energy constantly. So I'm all about the woo-woo and the practical. So on a practical sense, I was doing everything to be the perfect mom, the perfect daughter, the perfect friend, and just giving away my energy all the time. Now I li- live a fired-up life for myself so that way I can show up differently for everybody else. But I, where we got the sex pot with stretch marks from, is I lost 60 pounds. And I had thought that was my answer to my prayers, just like the guys, the answer to your prayers or the new job or whatever that thing is, that you know, magic ring that you're going to grab, you'll be happy. Well, I got the magic ring. And so I was feeling so great about myself. And then I was like, oh, crap. I actually don't like myself. And it's a, on a core level. But that's where this led me to this place of preaching self-love on a daily basis. And that's the foundation. So, you know, I... I wanted to um, build the audience on really having this massive appreciation for loving themselves, loving their bodies, and then the sex part is amazing. Like, yeah. it's, just, it's, a, it's a side effect. You know? It is. Whereas some people think it's like the first thing to do, and it's like, no, that's a side effect. It's a great side effect, mind you. It is a very nice side effect. I like it. And that goes hand in hand because you have self-confidence. Well, first it's self-love, which equals self-confidence, and that self-confidence then can go into personal, professional, and the bedroom. Makes perfect sense. Exactly. Yes. And and I love what you say about the 2.0 because I literally reinvented myself a few different times, and 
we all will have to reinvent ourselves, whether it's a divorce, whether it's a new job, whether it's the empty nesters. But you also can consciously make a choice. But it's terrifying, I understand, to do that. And, and we're going to get to that as we talk about, like, exploring that sex pot size. Because for some people, that is, like, just so unheard of. They want, it, they want some of that energy, but they also, I think it's confusing because, like, with social media and what that sexy looks like, it's not one, like, one look. I mean, that's so silly. Some of that stuff, I don't even feel an aliveness in that. I feel more an aliveness than, like, you know, a goddessy woman that's, you know, on the beach who you could just tell is so tapped in and tuned in and, like, alive. That's, to me, sexy is an aliveness. Sexy is an aliveness. Okay, sweetheart, your your phone's crackling up a little bad. Can you position... Can you hear me better now? Yeah, that's it's better. It's just crackling up. I just want to make sure that we can hear you articulate what your message okay. is. So yes. exploring the sexy and the media, they personify it as something completely different than what completely. you're... Completely. Yeah, completely different than what you're talking about. Let's Let's talk about that and roll into body shame and how to learn to love our body. How does that sound? Well, that's perfect. Okay. And, and if, if I know for body shame, and if you, if my phone is, is acting where we were having a storm today, so you can hear me fine? No, it was crackling up again. But if we're having a storm, just we'll roll through it. Okay. Okay. Because I'm like, I'm just I'm sitting here in a frozen position hoping hoping that it's fine. <laughs> um, so with the, with the body shame, you know, letting go of the body shame, which for a lot of us, we grew up in an era of, eating disorders and like every fad diet there was on the planet like the cantaloupe diet the cabbage diet the this and the that and a lot of women are still you know at whatever age that's still an aspect it's like this love-hate relationship with the body and we only learn to love the body once we get sick or you know like we get older and we're like we look at pictures from when we were younger and we're like oh my goodness i look beautiful so this body shame you know i want them to shift from that body shame to the body love and i i said for the longest time, I went from self-loathing to self-loving. Mm. And this is where the mindset work is super important. Like, my, And what, what I say about mindset work would be, like, reading positive things, you know, writing affirmations. Um, you know, the positive social media, that's a huge factor. That is, And that's part of your mindset work. Your mindset work in the way of how that would relate to social media would be what you post. So if you want to post positive images, that is part of your mindset work. That's you practicing it. But also make sure to fill your news feed with things that make you feel good. If things don't make you feel good, get rid of them. If they make you feel bad about your body, no. I love to follow all of these women that are advanced age with style and people that make you think outside of the box about what you saw beautiful was. That's a huge thing. Because if you're just seeing what beautiful looks like to be like a 25-year-old thin blonde woman and you're the opposite of that that's going to mess with your head and you're going to look in the mirror and feel like you need to be different when you don't need to be different you just need to change that that inner talk that and that's where the mindset you know um talking to your body yeah the mindset work and you know what i want to just really just take a little segue here and as an example or an now i think it's more an example from personal experience and i think you and i touched on this when we were talking privately and I'm going back to the example of your perception and the media's the media's take or the media's play in all of this personal body image stuff. I know, and it's totally changed now, because now my three daughters are being raised in the Kardashian era and voluptuous and big, 
tops and bottoms and and all of this round voluptuous yumminess and that's okay whereas when I was growing up it wasn't that you had to be small little tiny itty bitty thing and I'm I am an hourglass figure I'm I'm six foot tall full figured woman and I it just and I say this only as an example because when I was growing up it always seemed like I was never enough I was never skinny enough never fit enough you know that enough stuff I yeah it's so mm. heavy, right? Yes. And then Enoughness. my yeah, yeah, and then now the girls are like, "Mama, you are awesome. You got junk in your trunk." And I'm like, <laughs> "All right. I don't want too much junk in my trunk, but they love they they and it's interesting to see how there's been such a great and I love it. There is a great shift in that mentality. Yes, I think there needs to be substantially more and they're working towards that. Um, but I just wanted to kind of encapsulate that example for the audience so they can kind of hear what we're talking about as well. Did that make sense, Miss Jenny? Oh, it's it's perfect. Okay. And, but what but what I will say about that, please, is whether they whether it's the Kardashians or whether it's a fitness account that they follow on social media, I've followed ones and unfollowed them accordingly because this whole idea is filling your eyes and your mind wisely. Because Killing your eyes and mind wisely, yes. Mm-hmm. But you have to remember some of these, some of these, you know, curvier, um, you know, accounts on social media where it'll it'll be advertising squats and the this and the that. If you're looking at an account that's giving you advice, and they have butt implants, you have to be very mindful. Ooh, yeah, you know no, I mean? like no, this, no, yeah. This whole idea of you know, like, but I love the it's called body positive, and I love that body body positive movement because. Some women are always going to have a boyish figure, and some women are. I'm, and you're six foot. I'm five foot, so I'm like that. I'm like, <laughs> you know. I, and I would always say I was I was a powerhouse because not always, but once I grew into my energy, I would say I'm a powerhouse because I will never have thick legs. It's just it's biologically impossible. You have to learn, and this is where the talking to your body it goes back to like the Louise type of exercises where you look in the mirror and you say, "I love you." which is such an intense exercise that people have never done that. Oh. And they don't realize it. It's like you look at yourself and your soul and you're like, oh, my God, do I really love myself? And all the things that you, know, you haven't forgiven yourself will come up. But also, I would I would teach my clients to put their hand on their belly and say, I love you. And it doesn't have to be your belly. It could be whatever part you know that, that is your place that you don't love. And say it like three times like deeply into yourself because your cells are listening every to every thought in your head, not just the words you speak to others, but the thoughts in your head, to so be mindful of that. Mm. Like, appreciate this body. And you'll notice there's such a different relationship with your body when you start to change it. Oh. And, it's, and, and that and that will, that will never... <clears throat> I 100% when you change the outside, agree. But when you change the outside, there is no way that you can have a every relationship and it's rewarding as if you change it on the inside. Oh, you're just, pr- there's no comparison. You're crackling up, sweetheart. Ah, okay. So it's no, uh, go no ahead. comparison. No, there's no comparison to changing your outside. That you think that's going to make you feel good. No, changing your yourself on the inside is what makes you feel better. Yes, that is. There's nothing like that. A hundred percent. And I also want to remind the audience when Jenny and I was just talking about, she was giving us a superpower tool. So I hope you guys all caught that. Put your hand. I mean, number one, tell your yourself. Look in the mirror and say how much you love yourself. Another tool to also add to that is cupping your ear because you, then you can hear your voice actually speak it to yourself. But then also putting your hand 
This is Jenny. She said, put your hand on the spot that you think is giving you some troubles or whatever the language you want to use around that you're not as happy with. Put your hand on that spot and tell that spot how much you love it and appreciate it. I love and appreciate your body. And I think that goes even above and beyond just being, you know, the normal critical self of weight or cellulite or nose or ears or hair loss or gain, whatever that looks like. That also contributes to everybody across the board, even with if you're battling cancer or arthritis or anything like that. Love your body. And Jenny alluded to it that, and this is a scientific fact, guys, our body, the majority of our body is water. So when you add a frequency to it, if you have a negative frequency or a positive frequency, it's going to take effect. So why not do the body positive, filling your mind and your eyes wisely, just like Jenny was saying. Correct, Jenny? Yes. Okay, so the body shame, how to learn our, how to love our body. So one of your superpower tools is hand on that spot, hand on that area, and say how much you love it. Is there other practical tools other than filling your mind and your eyes wisely? That's great. Body positive mindset, the mindset work. I love that. Yeah, those, those are huge because if you think about it, we worry so much about what we put on our body food-wise. But we forget, like, people, when they automatically turn on the TV in the morning or they hop on social media, that's where the mindset work really would come in. And I'll talk about meditation a, a little bit later on how that relates to self-love. But being able to quiet your mind, that's a huge factor. But if you've ever had any anxiety or had any negative self-talk, that can be very intimidating because the minute you sit down, you realize the mindset. But guess what? That's just an amplification. That's, that's a magnifying glass to let you know how much that's going on. And with time, you can settle that, and you can make it a lot less. You can give yourself some peace and quiet with just being with yourself, and you won't have that mind chatter of like, oh, you didn't do this, or, you know, trying to, like, how to talk down to you. Okay, Jenny, I want to stop to really quick. That was mm-hmm. super important. I want to make sure the audience heard what you just said because that was super important because when people are starting into the journey of meditation, there's always the, oh, I can't do that. Oh, it feels uncomfortable. I can't keep my mind focused. Yada, 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 all these excuses, right? But some of them are very valid from fear of not wanting to go there. I say that with exclamation marks. So what Jenny and I are both saying is go there. Allow the emotions to come up and release them, and then that will help to fill that empty space with self-love. Correct, Jenny? Yes, very much so. Okay. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to make sure that the audience heard what you were saying really you know, mentally and metaphorically speaking, if that makes yeah. sense. <laughs> no, perfect. perfect. But because it's important because, you know, we and you and I get to talking, but I also want to um, capture the juicy stuff and the superpower tools. So let's mm-hmm. talk about the shame with sex and that shame that what we grew up with. Yes, the, I think, yes, the huge thing is, is that letting go of that, that shame growing up with sex and exploring our sensual side because I think that, for some people, even the words like sexual versus sensual, the sensual can feel like, okay, wait, maybe I can touch that a little bit easier. Maybe that feels like a safer word. And I think if every woman should be tapped, every woman and man, man should be tapped into their sensual side because it's your senses. It's not just sex. It's about like really having an alive and like fired up life. I want everyone to have that, like to live your maximum velocity in whatever speed that is for you. Okay, wait a minute. Hold up. Hold up, sister. Hang on. Okay, now 
We are living in an environment of zip up or not zip up, you know, like amp up and get, you know, juiced up on media, juiced up on coffee and all these other stuff. And then when you go into the sensual and the senses and feeling when, and, and also that goes into the mind, too. I, I have these visions of all these people in working America, just, you know, the robot going, going, going. Mm-hmm. And then they have to somehow shut that off and then go into the sensual aspect and be able to feel not only themselves and enjoy it, but also what their partner is doing mm-hmm. and feeling and being really engaged in that process. And that's really mm-hmm. profound audience, right, Jenny? You've got the... You've got to just check out of all the other external stuff and really get into that moment of that sensual, sexual. It, 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 and it, sexual so much has that kind of negative connotation to it, and I don't, I don't want that. But the sensual gives this kind of, oh, I'm right here with you. Let's have this fun kind of thing, right? Mm, yes, and it gives two sides. Right. So this, in the sex shame, you know, I have a lot of women that come to me and they have sex shame from a trauma, okay, yes. from, you know, sexual abuse. And that's something that definitely needs to be addressed because there's women that are that are not having the sex life that they want. They're not having orgasms that they want. They're not being connected to that side because there's so much fear. So definitely work on that within yourself with a counselor, with a coach, whoever you need to to work through that stuff because that's huge. That's like it, it can be a block. And it can be – it also – can relate to the sensual side in the way that there's a lot of numbness that goes on. And that's where addictions come in with even social media addictions. I mean, you know, how much do you check your phone? And and you can't be present in your sensual side if you're on your phone Mm. or you're connected to an addiction. It just doesn't work like that. So with this, with those two pieces together, because to activate the real powerful sex side, we want to walk through the sensual side. And the sensual side, think about living a life where, and yes, I understand we all have work and kids and you know, times where we have to be in our responsible side, but next time you eat a piece of fruit, make, a, make it a sensual experience. <laughs> next time, you know what I mean? Like next time you have a cup of coffee, make it a sensual experience. I mean, people might think you're not just like that herbal essence commercial where they were oh, just yes. your hair, oh, right? Oh, yes, mm-hmm. yes. But that, but that's Benny. Good, it's huge. Like, even even with the perfumes and the body lotions, like, you can start to be sensual from the minute you wake up if you choose to. It's just, it's just, tapping into that sensual side kind of goes into, for me, the law of attraction studies. And whatever raises your vibe, that's in that whole energy. Bring that's, it. That really is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So those things, like, with your eyes, with your ears, like, and that's what, again, with the social media. Follow accounts on social media that are beautiful places, that are that are. Even, even like beautiful art, like you know, a naked body that's an artistic expression that makes you feel like, oh my goodness, so inspiring. You know, like let your let your senses be activated. And also, well, let, let's wait, wait, wait. I got to back up here, yeah. love. So the senses, guys. She's audience that she's giving you some great tools. So if you literally feel locked up and shut down, you're 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 listening to us going, oh, I wish I could feel that. I wish I had those senses. We both, Jenny and I, are both giving you superpower tools here to do that. She's saying there are social media things that you can fill your eyes and mind with wisely. Look for beautiful senses, beautiful visuals, beautiful smells, beautiful senses. Like if you really enjoy your tea in the morning or your coffee in the morning, 
really stop and metaphorically smell the roses, smell the coffee, taste it. What's it doing on your lips? What's it doing in your mouth? That kind of thing. Really slow down. And then you could take that into the bedroom, correct? Correct. Just mm-hmm. start little, right? And, exactly. And, and when you're talking about stopping to smell the roses, when it comes to a lot of women want to be romance. I got over that in my 20s. I, if I like the flowers, I buy myself the flowers. Yep. I'm not worried about that. Anybody who wants to work on their relationship, what I would say, because when you work in your relationship, your sex life will benefit from that. And if you work in your sex life, your relationship will benefit from that. And that's guaranteed truth. Very okay? much so, yeah. But know, but if you know your love languages and you know your partner's love languages, my husband is not a, like a buying flowers type of guy. And that's, and but I when I decide to focus on what I loved about him, like the acts of service and, you know, like what our, what our common ones are together, like quality time, that's where magic happens. Stop looking at what the you know, romance novels are trying to push on you about romance has to look like. That's a huge thing for your relationship there. But, but activating the sensual side and letting go of sexual shame, practice being naked. There is something so powerful about being able to be with your own body. And for some people, the only time they're naked is from the shower to their clothes to the bed, you know, just for sex and then back into the clothes. Like there's this, there's still, it's almost related to body shame and and sex shame at the same time. And so practice being naked, take more baths, you know, stare at yourself naked in the mirror, be okay with what you look like naked Mm -hmm. and tap into that sensual side. And for some people, you know, it may be harder for them. They want to tap into it using lingerie at first. And, you know, it has to be like steps. So even even if we want to take it back a step further to let them, you know, step into this side, you know, whether you're fully clothed or, in, you know, in lingerie, in your underwear, or the last step would be naked, you know, dance to sexy songs. Like look in the mirror and literally like you don't have to do this in front of your partner just yet. Like, you know, that could be something that you do in the future. But find like, you know, Sade, like, you know, Ordinary Love and, and you know, Chris Isaac, <laughs> Wicked Game, like, Shade, we're going to cue that up. Oh, I my love goodness. It. Right? But if you can, like, just dance, like, you don't have to look like a stripper. You don't have to look like a belly dancer. Do whatever you Just move your hips. Move your body. There's something so powerful about that. It's almost like being embodied. You know, like, really fully being in your body. And that can activate so much right there. Just exploring that sensual side. And... Because I know that this is this is a new thing for some people that are listening that they're like, I know, but I'm not sure. Like, read up on sex. Learn about tips. There's nothing scary about that. You're able to do it and do it in such a way where you can look for tips or positions or new things you want to try. And the flavor can be vanilla or it could be, you know, Rocky Road, whatever, you know, whatever it would be. But <laughs> sit with it. Yes. Sit with, you know, like, read up on it and don't immediately tell your partner you want to try it. Sit with it. Sit with it in your being, and it doesn't have to look a certain way for you that it looks like for anybody else. Because you know, I mean, that's like there's a buffet with the whole sex range, and there's some of us that are we're not going to get past like the third, you know, thing filling up our plate on in the line. You know, like that's where we want it because it's not about how crazy things can be; it's really about how great they feel and how comfortable you are in your skin. Oh, and doing completely. all of that, yeah, and that safety because and, mm-hmm. and you have to feel safe. And comfortable to be able to explore different avenues, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, okay. you have to feel safe with your partner. Safe it's with safe your partner, safe with yourself. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to take a quick commercial break. and we come back, we're going to keep talking about 
putting hands on that spot and activating that love for yourself, filling your eyes and mind wisely, the body positive image, um, being connected and present with your body. There's some amazing tools that we're talking here. We've got Jenny G. Perry, author of the number one best-selling book, Sex Pot with Stretch Marks, and the novel, The Jennifers. She's got more book or another book coming up, another novel. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Sue Longquist here with the Gratitude Cafe. We'll be right back. Want your business to be socially aware? Have top social butterfly and founder of Finally Social, Erin Alexander, make your brand the talk of the town. Erin will give you the tangible tools to expand your business exposure, work out an effective marketing plan, and boost your brand strategy. And right now, for a limited time, enter into a drawing for a free one-hour session with Erin. Want to know how? Well, that's easy. Hit up finallysocial.com forward slash radio. Alternative Talk 1150 is like no other radio station. Here we provide a platform for the exchange of great ideas and positive energy. Our radio shows vary greatly, but do share a common goal of bettering listeners' lives. Perhaps you're ready to join our family of radio show hosts. Learn how affordable and rewarding it can be to host your own radio show. Call me, Eric Cream, at 425-653-1150. That's 425-653-1150. And let's discuss your radio dream. Attracting the wrong things in your life? Blocked? In transition? Can't seem to get clear? Let Sue Lundquist, Intuitive Clarity Coach, guide you through to confidence and sustained positive change. This is achieved with easy, practical tools you can use in your everyday life. Call now for your personal one-on-one clarity coaching session with Sue to get back to who you really are. Confident, purposeful, and positive. Call Sue at 206-300-2227. That's 206-300-2227. Are the holidays a sad and stressful time of year for you? Learn how to undepress yourself in 30 minutes or less. Join our Beat the Holiday Blues Masterclass. You will receive immediate relief, and we will give you an easy-to-follow holistic prescription to help you stay connected, happy, and present so you can be your best self during this holiday season. Sign up at MiraKelly.com slash events. That is MiraKelly.com slash events. And beat the holiday blues. Following the herd is fine until they lead you off a cliff. Think for yourself. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. singing you have your clothes I saw on shot a few years ago did you she, yeah there was like summer nights on the pier for the smooth <gasps> jazz festival that we had here oh that super amazing woman oh mm-hmm. yeah, my it was god really cool. that would be of amazing. course everyone waited like for that one song in particular oh of it, course she blew the roof off it was oh already i bet off, technically it was at the pier yeah. there's no roof over the pier oh but, my god that would yeah, be incredible really cool. to uh-huh. see on the pier oh uh, yeah down on the water yeah i know exactly what you're talking about that'd be awesome mm-hmm. i love going to the chateau saint michel winery and you, all yep. those oh i love it let's bring her there 
All right, welcome back. Sue Lundquist here with the Gratitude Cafe. There was uh, Mr. Superman, Benny, right there, pushing all the buttons and making sure we are absolutely working perfectly. Today we have the fabulous Jenny G. Perry, author of the best-selling book, Sex Pot with Stretch Marks, and the novel, The Jennifers. We have been um, graciously, openly, lovingly talking about the foundation of self-love and what it looks like when you give your energy away and then exploring sexy and sensual self-loathing to self-love. We've talked about body positive self-images. We're talking about not only the kind of, and I I use this term loosely, woo-hoo stuff. I just, because it's got such a negative connotation sometimes, but it's the woo-hoo and the practical, and you guys know that as well for me, that I'm really about the practical uh, application, the practical science, the practical living of um, your mindset and tools that we can bring. And that's what I love so much about Jenny. She's, she brings these practical applications. And feeling, talking, we were at, at the top of the hour, we've been talking about the tools that she's offering and telling us about creating that self-love and that body-positive image. And it's filling your mind and eyes wisely. That's with social media. That's with TV. That's with what you look at. It's filling your senses with nice smelling things, looking at nice things, having a positive reaction to everything in your environment, putting your hand on that not so favorable spot on your body and saying how much you love it. Um, And that goes with anything, you know, self-love. And Jenny and I were talking about, and you guys know this about me, about talking about your vibration and your energy. There's science to back all this up. The majority of our our body is made up of water. And the moment you add a frequency to it, you know, we've got radio frequencies. Everything's traveling in. And as soon as you tap into that frequency, wherever it is in your body and your whole body, you can choose positive or negative. I highly suggest positive, and I'm pretty sure Jenny does too. Before the break, we were talking about sensual and sexual. The diff- there's, it, there's a different, when you say sensual and when you say sexual, there's a different energy when you say that. And how about sensual? Being connected to the senses, being present, tapping into that um, sensuality and those senses and those tastes and what it feels like to run your fingers on your arm or we used a very general analogy of, of the mornings when you're drinking your tea or your coffee, really, really being present with that. And then, of course, little baby steps and then taking that into the bedroom. And then before we went on break, we said, let's take off the clothes and dance naked to some Sade. Mr. Benny, thank you for playing Sade. I appreciate that. So, Jenny, welcome back, love. Hello. Hi. Did I kind of outline all of that correctly? Yes, it's it's perfect. Okay, good. And and another thing that was really important that you talked about at the top of the hour, we don't have to totally talk about right now, but it's the language of love. When you talk about that type of language of love with your partner, I think is really important, but you guys, we will talk about that another time, unless Jenny, you want to talk about that. But I think, I think talking about comfort levels, um, I think before we left for the commercial, we were talking about the safety of how you feel, not only with your partner, also with your own body. Is that where we left off? Yes. Safety. But this, but this goes into the whole idea of I wanted to talk about self-love and my, and my four M's. Yes. Because this is where the, this is where this gets super out there for some people. And that's okay in the way of like, this is where the comfort level comes in. Not for me and not for you, so I don't think, but 
it's a matter of like when you open up Pandora's box of sex to some people, that's like, it's just like a porn box. That's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about, I mean, you don't have to have, be hanging from your chandelier. No. So what I want to, when I want to just, you know, go back to is that whole idea of what self-love is and what that looks like. Because for some people it's like, what does that even mean? So self-love is a daily practice. This is about taking care of yourself and loving yourself. And this is where it splits for me in the way of, for some people, they think it's like bubble baths and massages. That, that is self-love, but it kind of falls under self-care. You know, like getting enough, you know, sleep and, and water and all that. But the self-love nitty-gritty of it is forgiving yourself mm. and accepting your flaws. And that's the real juice because it's not loving yourself when you've done everything right. It's not really loving yourself. It's when you yell at your kids. It's when you, like, let yourself down. It's when you did something that you had to be like, oh, now do you love yourself, really? Because it's not when you're looking cute. It's, it's when, you know, like I said, you did something wrong that you, have, that you have shame or guilt or worry or anything like that that you have to process. And then that's where the real work comes in with loving yourself. And yeah. when you can do this work, okay, you have a different kind of partnership with your partner. You don't have the body shame because, you know, the... the we are body, mind, and spirit. So if you can work on your mind and work on your body and, you know, then the spirit comes in, it's just, I mean, you are a whole being. And, and your heart is, an, is another aspect of that where it holds in all of, all of your, you know, your story. And where the four M's that I advocate for self-love and self-care, and this will activate your sensual side, is, like I mentioned, the meditation. And this would be like a morning practice for somebody, okay? Mm-hmm. Meditation. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mindset. Mm-hmm. Masturbation. Mm-hmm. And moving. Okay. <laughs> and the move. And the move part would be exercise. I want everyone to work on their body, mind, and spirit every day. Mm-hmm. See? Body would be move. Mind would be mindset. Meditate would be soul. And the masturbating part. This is where a lot of us grew up with like this really weird thing about what that is. And for some women, it's not. They have toys, and they're totally fine with it. There are other other ones of us that were, grew up and we were like, I don't know, is it okay or is it not? And it's like, this is your body. It feels good to touch yourself. And there's a reason why you should. Yep. Learn what feels good. And that whole idea of, you know, like we would hear this cliche thing about like getting the mirror out. Some women don't even know what they look like. And that's where that body shame and sex shame comes in. Like yep. be okay with every inch of your body. It's beautiful. There's nothing dirty about it. Like get in touch with feeling good and you know for some people maybe masturbating is if they're not there yet but be able to touch your own body and just like you know feel what that sensual experience is on your body i mean your body's such a blessing i want everyone to to have that on every single level and definitely have epic orgasms and you can give yourself that in order to learn what that feels like for you so that way you can with your partner. That's Epic. I love that. I, oh, it's yeah. huge. I can't tell. And I'm sure you're right there. I can't tell you how many women I've talked to that have not either they haven't had an orgasm before or they haven't had a sufficient one or they don't mm-hmm. know how to talk effectively to their partner. And I think we've all been there. It's It's not something that's. It's not taboo, guys. It's not something that you need to feel shameful for. And I, and I, I'm going to call out to how I have raised my family and the girls. And I have told my girls, and Benny, I'm sorry if this makes you uncomfortable, but 
boys and girls, regardless of what partner you have, you are the one that has to get to know your own body in order to tell the other partner how to touch and feel. They do not know how to do that. So you must, must get in touch with your body so you are able to tell the other person how to please you, correct? Yes, that's huge. There's women that come to me that have never had an orgasm unless it was with themselves. Yes. And I'm going to tell you what, there's two things about that. Please. There's a safety issue. Yes. Not just, not just feeling physically safe. It's a letting go for women. And also, because I've been exploring it a lot more in the past year, like Kundalini, Shakti. You know, oh, it's yes. all different. And we are not, we are not as fast when it comes to an orgasm as a man is typically. But that's also not true for every man. Like, we need to throw out, like, the book that we thought that sex was. Yes. And start a new conversation with it. Because... You can make this such a fun thing with your partner instead of going with the shame of like, well, I've never had an orgasm with you, but maybe you don't realize that. Like maybe your partner doesn't realize that. And you say, could we try this? That is so much fun to explore with each other on what makes each other feel good. Like don't feel any weirdness in the way of saying, I would love for you to try this. And then say a little bit this way, a little bit that way. Like those are, it's, it's so funny because I think it's also a metaphor. If you can't have those kind of conversations with your partner, how could you ever talk to them about your dreams? Like, you should be able to have that honesty. And I know that that is really scary for a lot of people, but it's going to lead to the epic orgasms that you're both looking for, but also that deep soul connection with your partner. And the, yes. I have just the one. I need both. Oh, absolutely. And people are sitting there spinning their wheels going, why am I not fulfilled in the bedroom or emotionally, right? And the word, mm-hmm. the big, big word that keeps popping up in my head, Jenny, is vulnerability. Mm. Being vulnerable, right? Huge. Mm-hmm. Huge. And because it, it's, it's so funny because it, what if you say to your partner, um, and, and then we're going to get into the people pleasing because this is where like so many women were raised with people pleasing that they bring that in the bedroom and it's, it's like, it's a no go because you can't just be all about the other person. And that's why. When I was younger and I had two small kids, I w- it was one more thing on my to-do list to do because I was forgetting that it was a receiving. I was only thinking, yes. about, thinking about it from a people pleaser that I was giving yes. and not that receiving. And, and to think of that energy flow, which can create such a connection. But listen, some of you might want to say with your partner, you want to try something. And you know what? Then you might decide, you know what? I don't know if I want to do that again or can we try to do that another time? This is where it can get very vulnerable and uncomfortable. But also, you know, you don't have to jump from, like, A to Z. You could go from, you know, A, whatever you're doing, to then say, you know what, I want us to give each other a massage. And, and that, giving each other a massage, that, that don't get any more sensual than that. And that will definitely lead to good places. And you get yourself so, like, fired up within yourself. Like, that's, that would be something that I would definitely advocate for people that want to first explore and that would be a part where you would be giving and receiving, but it's like a very much like, you know, softer place to start there. Yes. Vulnerability, receiving, us women, you know, we, I can't, and you honestly, Jenny, you and I can talk about this over and over again. And actually, I've got a, a whole show that we're going to be talking about vulnerability and relationships next month because it's the love month. Mm-hmm. Um, but I loved that I was bringing you on to kind of, push that forward into the um, into that conversation the vulnerability and the receiving and that safety being safe enough within your relationship to feel vulnerable to be able to receive mm-hmm. it, it is it all coincides with each other right 
It really does. And, and for those of yeah. Oh, well, what I was going to say is, can you, so too, and I've, I've talked to so many women, I'm sure you've done this too, you may have even walked the talk, where you've been, and I'm, I'm a recovering people pleaser, so I know I have walked the talk, that you, you are in a relationship and you are in that relationship based on an old pattern, the old pattern of you constantly being the giver and the other person being the receiver, both emotionally, physically, sexually, sensually, everything. So how do you, if you're already in that pattern of giving, 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 change that and change the rules on the relationship? I think that's really huge for our audience. Do you have some tools for that? Oh, yes, for sure. And this will, this will lead into our orgasm, of course. Yes. Um, that we, you know, that we said, is any kind of growth, whether we're talking about growth in your bedroom with your relationship or whether it's growth with yourself as a people pleaser, people pleaser, it's uncomfortable. Just like that analogy of like the seed popping through, you know, to become this, this bloom, it, it, you have to break through something. So being a people pleaser, you have to change the dynamic with people. And this is where I, I remember I could never say no to things. I would say, I would say yes to something at school with the kids. The minute I would get off the phone, I would be so angry with myself and the other person. And this is where being a people pleaser is not just toxic to you, but it's toxic to all your relationships because you, you get so mad at the other person that they even asked you when all you had to do was say, let me think about it. Because yes. sometimes no is so hard for people. Yes. And the reason why is a lot of empaths, if, if you, your audience is familiar with highly sensitive people or oh, empaths. Oh, yeah. Me too. If you're, if you're an empath, you wind up being a people pleaser because if someone's upset with you, it feels like it's daggers, and you can feel it so much so that you will bend yourself into a pretzel and, and, you know, like upside down on your head in order to make the other people feel better so you feel better. Oh, and, so much. And you know when it comes to children, this is even bigger because you're talking about, or and it's, I shouldn't say children, it's whoever you're, like, living with or you, like, have to be around. For some people, it's even a boss. It's people that you're around so much, but the more intimate of connection with the person, the harder it is to say no or to let them be mad, or to let them be disappointed that you didn't want to do this. I, I'll never forget, like, a day where my mom wanted to do one thing and my husband wanted to do another. And I think my mom wanted to go to the beach and my husband wanted to stay home. And I thought, I don't even know what I want. Because if you're so locked into people-pleasing, you don't even know what you like. So focus on what makes you feel good in life and what you like. And start really focusing on that. Not oh, yes. jumping to the conclusion of what of what Betty's going to want to do or what John's going to want to do. What do you actually want to do? And getting that's like clear. Something that, yeah, yeah, getting very clear on what you want to do. And I, the, and the audience had heard me talk about this, and I asked the question, and it goes perfectly with what Jenny's saying, guys. How much, how is trust important to you in your life? I know it's extremely important to me. And when people do not have personal boundaries, it's hard to trust them. Mm-hmm. Right? Because yeah. they are people-pleasing. They are pleasing everybody else and are, are putting out fires all left, right, forward, back, upside down, whatever they're doing, and not getting clear on what they want, right? Because they haven't put up their boundaries. True. And I only want to be around somebody who wants to be exactly where I, where I want them to be. I don't yep. want to guilt somebody. And I was oh, raised God, with no. that. Yeah. I, I went to every baby shower and, and bridal shower out of guilt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and I hear you, sister. And you show up as a version that isn't even you. Like, you show up as, like, this pretend mom on TV. When people really 
you want to be around somebody who's lit up and not needing to please. Because you know what? It's draining to you if, you if you're a people pleaser, but it ultimately feels very manipulative in nature, energetically wise on both ends. Don't feel it, honestly. Yep. It starts to get weird. Yep. Yep, I yeah, I've been on both sides. I know mm-hmm. exactly what you're talking about. Wow, the four M's: meditation, mindset, masturbation, and moving. Moving the body, exercise. We have roughly eight and a half minutes. How are we going to end this beautiful conversation? Well, one little tidbit on the orgasm part that I want to that I want to talk about yes. is that just remember that you're responsible for your orgasm. And the reason why I say that is not as like a, oh, it's my fault. No, mm-mm. it's a matter of a let, letting yourself be open to experience it. So let yourself be pleasured. Because some people, they're sitting there, and they might not understand it, but they're laying there. And whether their partner is, is with their hands, their mouth, their, their body, whatever it is, they're so closed off, they're not letting themselves receive it. So let yourself open, open to it. And, and also, you know, if they're going to have a personal practice within themselves, fantasize like you know get yourself turned on get yourself tapped in that sensual side because that's where the orgasm comes it can't just from you're expecting your partner to like learn every tip and you know under the sun because that's not going to work if you're not open and practice what that openness feels like and the openness that i'm talking about is that feeling when you love something so much you know like that that feeling that you get from like a newborn baby where it's like that so open love or when you gaze at your partner because they just said something so beautiful, and it's that openness. It's like literally, it's almost like all your chakras are open, your heart is open, like this, you are open to the, the universe and receive every blessing. Because a good orgasm, that's what it feels like. It's not just a physical. It's really an out-of-body type of experience that we're looking for that we can get. You yes. can get. You can go from wherever you're at that. And, and I just there's a body. Well, there's also um, mm-hmm. mechanics to the orgasm. I mean, obviously, mind, body, spirit, all of that. That's the whole foreplay going into that and the touch and the sensualities. There's the the there's two spots on a woman that helps with. And I don't know by FCC rules. Am I allowed to say any of these? I just got to be careful. Benny's like, what? why are you asking me before you say it? Why are you doing it before the show? I know, because I didn't think tell, I was going to have that conversation. <laughs> I know. So there's two spots on the woman. You medical know. terms are approved. Okay, well. That's where I'm going to go. Okay, medical terms are approved. Okay. Well, Jenny, I'm, I'm, I'm not quite sure if it's a medical term or not. So there's two spots on the female. Now I've completely So part lost. of the alphabet, G spot? Yes. That's fine. And then... That and the G spot and the can I say yeah that's a medical term okay clitoris so there's two spots I wanted to make sure that it was okay I wanted to make sure that there was so what I'm talking about guys and girls there's two (laughs) spots within the body the G spot and the clitoris those are two stimulus and sensual aspects of the body but then as a whole mind and body and what Jenny and I are really advocating is the central aspect of loving yourself and that self-esteem and that self-love that goes into, it's that whole vibration of love, right? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I love, what did you call it? You called it the something orgasm. Like the soul, it's 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 like the soul open orgasm. I mean, it's yeah. like an out of body, it's really an out of body experience that yes. you're looking for. Yes. If you're willing to go there and, and like you said, the vulnerability. And I, I think that this, the whole, this goes back to you with the 2.0, that we can always reinvent ourselves. So this, for some women, this is like, oh, my God, I have to, like, completely reinvent myself. And yeah. Whether it's, whether it's, whether you want to change your hair, philosophy, 
sex, style, whatever it takes. You have to practice it, like practice, practice, you know, until it feels good. What, um, what is, what is that saying? Fake it till you make it. That's it. Yeah, fake and it till you. <laughs> exactly. So you can always reinvent yourself and know that people will judge you no matter what. Anyway, whether you take a selfie because you're feeling cute, or whether you put something out there that you know, an article, a sex article on Facebook, you're going to be judged no matter what. And that you have to make peace with that because if you will, will not do things because you're afraid you'll be judged, that is still in the people pleaser category, believe it or not. Oh, I, I agree. I'm t- I'm in, a, mm-hmm. you know, in junior high and high school, you've got five kids, and I've got three teenage girls, all of which have gone through junior high and high school. And I, there's a reason I'm telling you this, so just stay with me. It's that judgment. They are in the uh-huh. Petri dishes of yeah. judgment. So it's interesting when I come into this dialogue with you, and I've got this openness and expansiveness, and then when I get home, I've got to close down because I've got these little human bodies that have just been submerged in judgment and I'm like getting bombarded with all of this. Boy, I'm mm-hmm. telling you, sister, I'm getting really good at those boundaries and really good at going, uh, no, that's judgment. That's junk that you've picked up from school, right? But also Completely. being yeah, right. But also being able to tell them lovingly, hey, you know what? You guys are in a totally different environment. And I think this is important that the audience understands this, whether you have parents or, or, or children or not, because they're, they have their own little petri dish of judgments that they're dealing with 24-7 at school. So when they come home, they need a soft place to land. But you also need to hear and listen to their dialogue and what they're saying, because that's what they're used to, because that's what they've been in, ingrained at in school. And then they come home and they still think that they have to have their defenses up and they have to be judgmental, right? Mm-hmm. And, and you know what? This is, this is where I try to practice what I preach in, in the way of, you know, I've posted pictures of myself where I was feeling great in lingerie. And I do this as a way of a practice of being a woman of self-love. Mm. And I've had, you know, my teenage son, like, roll his eyes or whatever. And that's fine because... If I try to live my life for my children, that's a people pleaser. And I'm not going to be a great example to them or to all the women that I'm trying to positively affect to get them to see, I am the sex pot with stretch marks. I do not have a perfect body. But this sexual energy, this mojo, it's an aliveness. It has no age or size. And that's the deepest message that I could say to women. So if you can tap into that energy, then you'll love yourself. Your relationships will be better. Like, it's just, I want, let me just send all that out to the audience, like, hear us. You, we got it. All right, guys, we are going to have to wrap it up. Sister, we have got to have you back on. We can keep talking. I want to remind you of Jenny's website. It's Jenny G. Perry, P-E-R-R-Y dot com. This is your job to go and hunt her out. Everything you'll find on my website, SueLundquist.com, the newsletter, Facebook, all of that. There's some free goodies, her book, and The Goddess Time. I will get all that information to you. Again, her website is JennyGPerry.com. Sue Lundquist here with the Gratitude Cafe. I love you guys. We'll see you next week. Until then, enjoy yourself. And I forgot what I was going to say, but that's all right. Each of you are a gift. Get out there and share yourself with the world. If you like the show, help more people find us by adding your review of the show on iTunes. The more reviews we get, the more people we can reach with this inspiring message on the Gratitude Cafe. Simply search for Gratitude Cafe in iTunes, hit subscribe, and add your honest review. It would help us immensely and we'll be forever grateful. It's one of the best ways you can give back to the show with your review. Thanks for tuning in to the Gratitude Cafe. Don't forget, every week is a new show and you could submit your questions at suelundquist.com forward slash gratitude cafe. 
The show goes live at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time in Seattle on Seattle's Alternative Talk AM 1150. You can also call in to the show at 425-373-5527 or 888-298-5569. Find the live streaming link at suelundquist.com forward slash gratitude cafe. We'll see you next week.